when you're too cheap to go to the library. The Look Inside This Book Club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. First of all, doesn't it seem a little odd that we went to the same place for lunch and got essentially the same thing, but not at the same time? It doesn't seem odd at all. It doesn't? No, because you told me you were no, going but, there. Right, but, and but I'm I... like, hey, you want to go to the burger place and, and get a burger? And uh, and you're like, no. <laughs> so I went so I went myself. And then, and then like uh, an hour later, you're like, oh, I'm going to the burger place, getting a burger. Like, fuck you, man. No, not at all. It's because I hadn't done my homework yet. Oh, for, for book club? I told you. I said I hadn't, I can't go or are now. You, are you in Miss Lovely's third grade class <laughs> I, or whatever I, it was? I would have totally gone with you, but I didn't have my homework done. Um, yeah, for sure. Oh, high school class. All right, yep. we'll get we'll get to we'll that. get to that. Um, okay, so I went to I went to the burger place. Uh, I we can we can name it because it's because uh, it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Little Woody's Burgers in Seattle, and I got a burger and a milkshake. And the shake I got was the Sub Pop Shake. Oh, what's that? Is uh, that it's, malt? It's a uh, coffee caramel and ground espresso beans. Oh my god, are you wired? I am so I, at the same at simultaneously. I am wired from the shake. <laughs> And I had die. a burger and a shake, and it's after lunch. is like 1 p.m. right now, so I am I feel so weird. Wait, you didn't have fries? I did not have fries. Are you an anti-fry? I'm not anti-fry. I just wanted a shake, and I can't eat burgers, burger fries, and a shake. Oh, you mean like I'm doing right because, this second? Yeah, because I'm watching my girlish figure in case <laughs> I meet uh, a hunky guy like in uh, P.S. You're Mine. <laughs> well, how was your two weeks? Uh, my two weeks was good. Uh, you know, our, by the time you hear this, um, our Kickstarter campaign will be over, um, which, uh, it's hard to think about anything else. So that'll be great. Um, I, I have, I have a report, like, uh, like a message from the young people. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So they're uh, listening. Yes. Well, you're, you're, I'm being facetious as, as you'll see. <laughs> no, no, occasionally, they are we, listening. occasionally we hear like a, from a young person who's listening. They said, they, they keep so heartening. They keep talking on our Facebook saying, really? Hey, they're listening. Yeah. We Wait. got another comment about it. Wait, wait, but we get people identifying themselves as young people? Yes. Like, in what sense? They say, just so you know, I'm a college student, and the youth are listening, and then the same person tagged her friend and said, check this out, see, the youth really are listening. Okay, that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so I got a uh, I got an email from, uh, from my sister-in-law uh, saying that she got a new phone, and here's her new number, so I'm like, oh, okay, I'll text her, um, so, so she gets my number in, uh, in her new phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, so my sister, I believe, is uh, 36 years old. So to me, that's a young person, right? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> yes, and. Uh, so I, I text her, yo, and of course, she has no idea who it is. And, <laughs> and, she, and she writes back and says, who day, ninja? <laughs> what? <laughs> so I didn't ask whether this is a thing that people say. I'm just I I want to live. Day who day ninja like who w h o and then d a y. Yeah. So I just want to live in the world where who day ninja is a thing people say. So I I don't want confirmation or denial. Matthew, on this. I think it could have been an autocorrect problem. Maybe she oh, said, absolutely. "How are you?" Again, this, I don't want to know. I All want, right. I want to live in the who day ninja world, not any of the other parallel possible universes. It sounds like Japanese reggae. Yeah, Hude Ninja. <laughs> That's my new name. Just call me Hude. Uh, and and De Blowfish. <laughs> it's kind of New Orleans, actually. Don't you it think? It is, yeah, yeah, totally. Who Dat? It's a yeah, Who Dat Ninja. Okay. Oh, maybe she meant oh, she probably wrote Who Oh, thanks what? for ruining what? this for me. What happened? Well, she probably wrote Who Dat Ninja. Who no, Dat she Ninja? Did. That doesn't make any doesn't sense make... either. Well, like, I don't know. It's like who who is that ninja? Who Dat Ninja? This is Wendy? Yeah. No. 
Wendy did not write Who Dat Ninja. But she wrote Who Day Ninja. No, she didn't. She wrote How Were You Matthew? And some and, weird and, autocorrect thing happened. And it, her phone is possessed. I mean, she, I think she does have an Android phone. Does that explain it? <laughs> Wendy, please confirm that you wrote How Are You, Brother-in-Law? Okay. Oh, and by the way, Wendy, now we're communicating only through this podcast. <laughs> the most passive-aggressive Seattle move ever. Okay, so how are we going to talk about this next topic without being just insufferable douchebags? Well... Matthew, think about it this way. We, we do a podcast where we basically pick on what we perceive are poorly written ah, books. So we're already the we're worst already people. the worst people ever. This hole doesn't go any deeper. That, which is our next book, not by touching the way. that one. <laughs> I'm so not touching uh, that one. Okay, so uh, we I won't become, name projects. No, no. But uh, I I don't want to speak for you. Uh, but I, you know, if this is the twelve step program, I have become dangerously addicted to just uh searching kickstarter and browsing on kickstarter looking for terrible projects to send to becky and say get a load of this one uh and then he writes can't stop make it stop yes, I, I really can't stop i know I, I got into it too and then i was sending him back and here's the thing though i mean we, we could totally sound like we're probably douchebags for even talking about it this way but i kind of firmly believe and you can kind con- of firmly i kind of firmly with very strong words and you can confirm this for me, that a lot of these poorly constructed five-minute campaigns with no video and rewards that don't even make sense, and we'll get to oh, that. Oh, not, we'll not get, at all. We'll yeah. get to that in a second. I actually believe it, it might – do you think they're individuals or do you think it's like a, um, a spammy company that is putting out all of this stuff and one of them hits? I don't That's think what any my theory. of them hit. Maybe. I don't know. I guess like maybe if one of them was successful, we wouldn't have sent it to each other. Because absolutely, because the ones we've been sending have no zero, money, zero backers, zero. Yeah, but I think that they all seem strangely similar. Yeah, that is true. I mean, I mean, it, there's so many of of the type. Like, I, I guess, like my favorite, my favorite type is probably okay. No, first, my favorite type is the one where the person can't do math because they've asked for like ten thousand dollars, <laughs> but they've limited their rewards, so the most they could make is like seven hundred dollars. <laughs> the best one ever i mean to be fair the reward says five of five at the 25 dollar or more so maybe That's they're true maybe they're hoping that each person's gonna <laughs> donate you know whatever that would be the or more to get them to ten thousand right. dollars you know because that's what i usually do when it says 25 dollars and or more i donate fifteen thousand. <laughs> that's what i usually do right so my second favorite type is the uh i i want to write a book here's no information about it at all Um, Can I have some money for that? Right. Even with with such self-deprecating language to the point of actually insulting themselves. Sure. Like they'll say, what's the risk? Risk, what's it say at the bottom? Risks and challenges. Risks and challenges. Well, one of the risks is, well, this music could actually suck. Yep, for sure. I want to step up and buy that music. Because they're so confident in it. Yeah, it's like risk and challenges. Um, I might not finish this. If I do, it might be terrible. <laughs> right. Um, and even if it's good, probably no one's going to listen. Someone said yeah. that about their book, that one of the risks or challenges is I might not finish this. Right, which... Okay. That's inspiring. <laughs> like, okay, I'm not going to actually name the project, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do a stand-in. This was some strange thing where you could design your own vinyl figure with an uh, uh, a human organ stepping in for the head. Yeah, you can use your imagination as to what <laughs> organ it might be. I did not understand it. Like, and it, it was well, said it was it was not just crowdsourcing the money, but crowdsourcing the concept. I think you've hit on like the quintessential example of another type of awesome, crazy, doomed project, which is 
I am super into this thing, and I assume everyone else is going to be into this insane niche thing. And I mean, if you're into an insane niche thing, that's great. Awesome. We live well, in a world. Well, and the internet is where you'll find your people. Right. But you're not going to find $10,000 no. worth of people who are into your crazy idea. Right. Like, for example, like food books about, you know, humorous food books about Japan. Yeah, that's a stupid idea. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, so... Any other comments about our, our Kickstarter adventures? You've but done our Kickstarter. Well, you've yeah, done. This, this you've is my done second time out. Done, yeah, you've done this twice. So you, I, I've learned a ton about it. Um, well, I think the thing I've learned about me is like uh, I think of myself as an optimistic guy, but actually I'm not. Because like I'm like I don't know if we'll make <laughs> any money at this. Like we might fail, um, and we did fine. Um, and then I'm like, you know, what if everyone hates the book? Uh, you know, know, what if nobody wants the vinyl figurines of us with, with like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> earlobes instead of heads? This is, by the way, listeners, after we have triple funded our, almost triple, almost triple funded our initial goal. Oh, do you hear that sound? That's, uh, that's <laughs> us patting ourselves on the back so vigorously that we just spewed food. <laughs> and Matthew sends me a text like, I don't know if this is going well. Do you think people will like this? <laughs> well, I mean, that doesn't guarantee they're going to like the book. It means we've got good marketing, right? <laughs> they're going to love it. There's all kinds of shitty stuff that's marketed well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, once this campaign's over, we're, we're, we're disappearing from the face of the earth, so we won't know if they oh, yeah. like it. So long, suckers. <laughs> Thanks for your money. All right. So we'll be right back, and we're going to get into this week's book, which is... P.S. Your Mind by Alexa Riley. I'm touched. We're like we're like internet bullies, yes. Cyber bullies. We're, we're cyber bullies. Cyber yeah. bullying and starts, literary bullies. starts here. Literary. I mean, we're actually nice people. I think. I don't know anymore. I don't know. I don't I know thought, who I am. I thought I was optimistic. I thought I was not a cyber bully. It turns out. Um, I mean, I thought I thought I was a, a, a catalog model. That didn't work out either. Did you ever get bullied in school when you were growing up? Yeah, of course. Did you? I did too. I um, totally did. Sharon Gilski, if you're out there listening to this, you, I bitch you're such a bitch i will take you down i you were short then i bet i tower over you now this is a real this is a person this real is a name. real person's okay. name um <laughs> i'm still mad yeah no i have i have a vivid memory one of my earliest memories is uh of getting pushed down the hill by a kid in preschool uh, i'm sorry i did that and, <laughs> and and the hill was all wet it was raining Aww. it was grassy i got all like rolled down the hill and got all wet mm. that kid's name was shannon <laughs> <laughs> is that really their name yes did I ever tell you that I uh, was like the only Jewish kid in my elementary school? Really? And um, one time a bunch of boys cornered me in the hallway and started throwing pennies at me and said, go back to Jerusalem. Wow. <laughs> so I went home crying to my dad. This was like in fourth grade. And he said, <laughs> he, he said, said we got to get you out of that place. We're sending you to Jerusalem. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said the most Jewish thing you could ever say. He said, go back there, and next time they do it, collect all the money off the floor and say, thank you, I'm going to put this in the bank, and one day I'll, I'll be your boss. Nice. So I did that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure I could dredge up many other stories of getting bullied in school, but let's not. Let's talk about P.S. You're Mine, okay. a book by Alexa Riley. All right, let's now, do it. Uh, You're, so you were the picker. I was the picker, so I'm going to summarize. First of all, did you did you look at uh, the Alexa Riley's author bio? I want to start there. No, I did not. Um, okay, because because I I think there may be a lesson in here for us. Okay. Alexa Riley is two sassy friends who got together and wrote some dirty books. They are both married moms of two who love football, donuts, and obsessed book heroes. Wait, wait. Alexa Riley, the author, is two people. Two people. Ah. You're allowed to do that. Apparently, I did not know you could do that. Yes, you so can be. You can a pen be just name two, can be 
random Seattle friends who get together and and write best-selling dirty books. I want to have a pen you name see, for us. You see where we're going? Let's have a pen name. Oh, I didn't even think about One that. One name right, for the right. two of we, us. Uh, we'll think about but we'll, okay. on next break, we'll come up with okay. some. Okay, so, um, all right, first of all, Alexa Riley is two sassy friends, and probably I want to do both of them, but we won't get into that. Okay. Uh, Either will you. All right, this, nope. <laughs> this book is dedicated to all the girls with curves. Oh, um, I saw, I did see that. Right, That okay. was kind of cool, actually. Uh, so our hero is uh, Miss Katie Lovely, a high school teacher, and uh, her class has adopted a bunch of Marines as pen pals. I don't know if this is a real thing that happens or not. I'm sure it is. Okay. Um, but, 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 but there's, there's someone missing, uh, absent from her class or not, never showed up. And so she's got an extra letter from a Marine and she has to take this one and answer it herself. And it's, uh, Sergeant Major Mark Gunner. That's awesome. Um, do you, do you think Mark qualifies as a four letter romance novel guy name or is it too normal? It is pretty normal, but, but me- mega points for gunner for gunner yeah. yeah she saved it way just at the last minute there. but it is still a four-letter name yes okay so uh miss lovely <laughs> writes a, a totally like oversharing letter to sergeant major mark gunner sergeant major uh, and like offers to send him some of her homemade goodies uh she <laughs> says i love the color pink can't stand it when someone chews with their mouth open and i could spend days cuddled up on my couch and be utterly content oh wow uh and then we learned she's a virgin of course she is. And um, maybe we'll get into this later. It sort of tries to explain why she's a virgin in a, in a way that I did not buy whatsoever. Neither did I. It's, uh, let, okay, go ahead let's and get say into it. Because it yeah. it, she's clumsy. Oh, is that what you well, got? It, that's what I got, yeah. Oh, I got that she was a virgin because her best friend, who's like really sexually active oh, and yeah, the dirty. Oh, yeah, the slutty best friend. Always. Always. Is always telling her about sex, so she feels like she's already had it, and she oh. felt like that would make that meant that she didn't really need to be too aggressive. Okay, but there was that, but then she had like like that you know guys weren't into her because she was cl- kind of a klutz. Oh, I didn't I get that. Because like because you know how guys are, they're like you know all right, well she's she's hot, she's got a bang and bod, but you know she kind of trips sometimes, yeah. so forget it. I don't like a girl who trips on my dick. <laughs> that that would be very dangerous. Ow! <laughs> what happens? <laughs> I, I don't want to think about that. I'm crossing my legs right now. Who dat, ninja? <laughs> oh, who dat? Who day, ninja? Who day, ninja? Uh, okay, chapter two. Dick is, Tripper. We, uh, <laughs> isn't that the guy in Three's Company? That's right. <laughs> okay, so we switch to Mark's POV. Uh, Mark is 37, and he's done five tours of duty. I don't know exactly what that means, but it's a military thing. Uh, and a corporal brings him the letter from Miss Lovely, and he's like, no way, man. I never get letters. You must have made a mistake. Right. And, uh, okay, so he was, he's in Yemen. He was raised in an orphanage yeah, in, the mi- <laughs> in the Midwest. Right. Um, I don't think there were orphanages in America in, like, the 80s. You don't think so? No, I don't. I think there were foster homes. I think there were maybe group homes. I don't think there were orphanages. Oh, that's I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm just thing. being like a semantic dickbag. But well, yeah, but and um, I didn't know that we didn't have. Is that something from like the forties? I think I think it's something from like the forties and 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 before. I think I mean Charles Dickens had orphanages. <laughs> Charles Dickbags. <laughs> I that's a good question. I I think you're probably right. I mean maybe I maybe I'm wrong, but it still stopped me. I'm like, "Wait a minute." But it is semantic, right? Like a, a, an orphanage and a foster Well, but well, a foster Where home... are they before the foster home? Uh, On the streets? <laughs> uh, maybe. There's no holding tank? Um 
I don't know. I don't know. This is getting this is we getting are serious. so but when you ill informed orf- orphanage, you know, you've got like the rows of beds like on the same room. It's like it's like it's like an Annie. Right? Yeah, that's how life is. That like an Annie with lots of singing and floor scrubbing and red dresses and uh-huh. big hair and they and, and lollipops. A, they hide a dog and <laughs> big fat men okay, who are so, rich. So he grew up in an orphanage until Daddy Warbucks came <laughs> and turned him out. Okay. Uh, so he, uh, Sergeant Major Gunner, he gets the letter. He reads it. He gets a total letter boner for it. Uh, letter boner. He writes back and tells uh, Miss Katie Lovely that he wants to curl up on the couch with her rather than hang out with a bunch of guys in Yemen. Uh, and he likes chocolate chip cookies. And by the way, he's 6'5". He's big all over. Yes, yes. He said, uh, um, I've, I've wrote it down here. Uh, damn of course it. he's 6'5". Uh, oh, I'm pretty big all over, but I'm quick. So don't let the size fool you. What does that mean? Mm, speed humper. He, yeah. Uh, don't. But... What what would fool? I don't. Okay, I don't know. Uh, Is some big lumbering fat dude? <laughs> I guess. I but, don't know. Okay. Uh, so, but, but wouldn't you be able to tell that by looking at him? Okay, can I ask you a quick, quick, quick question? What height is the minimum to mention it to to a woman in a letter, or e- even <laughs> like like what? what? Do guys all know that if they're five nine, you just wouldn't mention height? You would mm. talk about mental prowess and muscular yeah. muscular strength and a bunch of other things like do you do you start saying your height at six foot and over this is a really good question because like now i'm thinking i don't know what i would put in i feel like i feel like i wouldn't mention any of those things because you're under six feet i'm under six feet i'm bald <laughs> um so you're gonna talk about your brain right i'm gonna say like i'm, I'm funny I'm, I'm funny i'm smart i've got a monster cock um <laughs> god <laughs> Brain bleach. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I don't get oh. any letters back. <laughs> also, I haven't been sending these letters to people. I just like write them and keep them in a box. Uh, okay. So, um, all right. So Katie gets the letter. Uh, oh, he also says, I've never really had any sort of way with women opting to grunt when asked a question. Right. That's actually <laughs> described my grandfather. Let's, could we? you think we could reenact that? <laughs> my grandfather grunted all the time. Could you ask me a question? <laughs> He did. That he is, really did. That, no, it's totally a grandpa thing. I'm not. I'm not yeah. doubting you at all. Yeah, I'd be like, I'd be like, hi, hi, Papa. How are you? Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Did he get a lot of school teacher tail? <laughs> no, okay. not at all. My grandfather. I we, I may have mentioned this on the show before. My my grandfather is 99. Uh, he uh Battles calls a beer on the wall. He, he calls me regularly, like every couple of months. Uh, to give me his credit card number and ask me to order him a new perfume. bottle of yeah, yeah of cologne. Okay, we've, we've covered this. <laughs> I mean, not perfume. It's yeah, it's manly cologne. It's, it's smelly liquid. What uh, brand though? Oh, uh, Paco Rabanne. If you want to try, <laughs> if you want to smell like a ninety-nine-year-old Jewish man, <laughs> I cannot recommend Paco Rabanne. I more want highly. them to sponsor this show. Oh, oh, so yes. we can do really great ads. I, I mean, the amount that he spent on this on this shit. <laughs> They should sponsor the show. Okay, so uh, Katie gets the letter from Sergeant Gunner and shares it with her friend Tammy, the slutty friend, and I mean that in a total sex-positive sort of way. Um, and, uh, oh, oh, so Tammy observes that because Mark is 6'5", he should have no trouble picking up Katie and fucking her against and a wall. Wall fucking. Wall fucking. Is that a term? I don't think it is. Now it is. Um, and I don't think it's a good idea. Why? Have you ever tried it? Uh, I haven't. <laughs> Why uh, do you think it's not about? It's in every movie. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in every movie that you shouldn't do. There's like car crashes in every movie, right? <laughs> do you, well, listeners, have you all fucked? Okay, yeah, let's let's take this to the people. <laughs> like, is it bad? 
Is there? Well, it is seems it, like it what, wouldn't what be. Would, what would? What are you worried about? Someone's going to break someone? It or or just that you'd get a cramp, you know, like or that you know that you're going to get like chafed. That's not the worst of sex injuries. No, it's not. But why do it? Why risk it when there are so many other ways to do it? Because it's like Cause apparently can... all women want men to take them in a really aggressive way. Yeah, I'm sure pick that's them true. Up off the ground. I mean, I bet there are many, many, many women who would say that this is something that they want. I guess, but I think it's more of like a so you can say you did it kind of thing. I think you think, you think I, wall fucking is the equivalent of the like the, the mile, mile high, high club? club? Yeah, because I think I'm I'm guessing you don't want to do it a second time. I disagree. Okay. I think I am, bathroom counter fucking though is much more likely. Sure. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna absolutely not. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you're asking, I'm not answering. All I got to say as far as advice, move the toothbrush. That's all I got to say. That's probably a good idea. Unless it's an electric toothbrush and then be sure and turn <laughs> and it on And then move first. it closer. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, uh, all right. So uh, Tammy takes a Polaroid of Katie to include in the, re- in the letter back. And that's the end. Yeah. You did a good job. Thanks. Um, very short. Very short. It's uh, a very short book overall, but, I think. Well, did you know that there was a warning at the beginning? No. She, what? At the very beginning, before it even starts. Oh, I think I did see this. Did is it that have, typical? Did it say something about insta-love? <laughs> no, but what are you talking about? Oh, this is a term I've learned. Okay, I'm going to like get this term wrong because I've now seen it a few times like on different book listings, so I guess I know what it is. Uh, it seems to be a romance novel term um, that uh, that just means like they fall in love instantly. So if you're not looking oh. for that sort of thing, So it's like else. Instagram for romance. It's like Instagram for romance. It's like insta insta. I thought I had something else. <laughs> <laughs> um, huh. Well, anyway, there's a, it says at the very beginning, before the book starts, um, this is a super quick, sweet, and dirty read. It says, warning, this is a super okay. quick, sweet, and dirty read with a small Valentine's twist. And then it says, whispers. Like, there's okay. the stage direction. Don't worry. It's a happily ever after. I have many problems with this warning. I do too. First of all, it seems it reads like it's saying, "Warning: This book is great." Exactly. Right. right. Like, like you yes. know, watch, watch out, people! I nailed it again exactly. against the wall. Yeah. Um. And th- and then and then it spoils the ending, right? Which we didn't. Right. We're not going to read anyway. Being the look well, inside that's this book what I, club. That's what I was wondering. And here's my question for you: Is remember how you taught me the whole like um... <laughs> everything you needed to know about? Life, While your body, right? <laughs> uh, You—I forget the name of it, but it, oh, cozy mystery. Yes, I never had heard of that before. Basically, it's a, a not too graphically violent mystery. Well, is there like a, a cozy romance where people need some sort of warning that it's a happily ever after? I think yes, but I—I I think I, I don't know if cozy romance is actually a term or not. But I—I mm-hmm. th- I feel like that would be more of like something you'd want to know if you're looking for like not explicit like you want a christian romance uh where where there's no guaranteed no wall fucking you know what i've actually learned something from this podcast okay. i almost my my lips almost ap- opened and i almost said does that even exist oh. and i stopped myself <laughs> because of course it does um in yeah. spades and there oh there are definitely it's probably like old testament christian romance and new testament christian romance i think old testament would be jewish romance <laughs> right <laughs> But yeah, no, no, like, <laughs> yeah, no, the Old Testament Christian romance, it's like where the, the guy is always like getting mad and smiting people and, and telling you what to do and what not to do. In Old Testament, in, in um, New Testament Christian romance, wait, they drink I was going to try to make a lot of wine. When did Jesus die off Old Testament? 
when did Jesus die off? Like like the dinosaurs? <laughs> was that Old Testament? Jesus Jesus was a New Testament kind of. That's guy. right. So yeah. so 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 yeah. Jesus's love life is very short lived. New Testament romance. That is true. Yeah. Yes. At, at the end of a New Testament <laughs> romance, somebody's gonna get crucified. <laughs> we just lost our Christian followers. Oh, we just we just lost like the the copious uh, group of evangelical Christians who listen to this podcast. <laughs> Oh my God! Sorry, I'm gonna about to and, we, and we were gonna vote for Ted Cruz to <sighs> to, to, to pl- try and play to our base. I'm about to asphyxiate my little Woody. That's my burger. Um. Okay. So, uh, should we take it to a break and come back with some more? Uh, <laughs> and 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 our uh, our new uh, romance novel alias. All right, stick what? around for that. Wait, what? We're gonna we're gonna we were gonna go with oh, a oh, pen yeah, yeah. I, th- I was thinking literally the alias the TV show. I was like, what? Oh, that I would I would absolutely read an alias romance novel. We started with uh, Lacey. We we decided that was a good first name. Yep. For our for our du- dual romance co-write. Oh yeah, there's gonna be Pen a name. duel. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's gonna be a duel over the royalties. First, we start with Lacey White because yep. it seems like pretty good romance. I mean, I haven't looked at African American romance genre, which I'm sure there's a oh, lot. Of, absolutely. But it does seem like at least the ones Amazon keeps pointing us to, perhaps because of the ones we initially chose, are all very white. Yeah, it does seem that way. Like, I don't know. Would we feel comfortable reading and picking on an African-American romance? <laughs> I think I would feel uncomfortable about it. Um, I Then we went to Lace, Lacey Drawers, and that's dis- pretty good. we decided that that's yeah. probably what we would call our... Okay, uh, so we're going to write a series, a long, long series of <laughs> books by Lacey Drawers, um, and okay, so when we, when we write our Lacey Drawers romance series... <laughs> I feel like we've read enough romance novels now that we know what things have to be mm-hmm. in every romance novel. So I'm calling this game uh, Ultimate Romance. I'm prepared. Okay, so we know for sure um, that there has to be a slutty. That the, first of all, the main character is a virgin, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. What else? Okay, well, I I kind of wrote I, I I interpreted your game the way I wanted to interpret your game. Sounds good to me. And I just wrote the. Uh, back cover of the book. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> Using all of the things we've learned from all of the books we've read on Litpick. Oh, yes. Okay. Kate Boudoir. <laughs> <laughs> That's the protagonist. Okay. Kate Boudoir works in a bookstore cafe because she doesn't want anyone to know where she works. <laughs> you have to have listened to all, all of our back episodes to understand this. Right. Her best friend, Tiffany Voracious, works... <laughs> Tiffany Voracious works with her, and they couldn't be more different. Different. Tiffany is brash and outspoken and uses the F word a lot. Kate is shy and prone to blushing. One day, in walks a customer, a seven-foot-three, t- t- dark and <laughs> handsome man, ten years her senior, named Dr. Philip Thrust, who, who in an embarrassing twist turns out to be her podiatrist. Yep. Oh, wow. I want to read this book so badly. <laughs> We could we could write this and we could publish this and people would not some people sure. would not know if it was a joke. Uh huh. Um, Which I'm sure great. has happened to us. Like I bet some of these books maybe are written tongue in cheek. And uh, okay, well, you left out a couple of things. Um, <laughs> sure. So Doctor Thrust is also a vampire, but he's not oh, yeah. he's not very happy about this. He he he's tired of the the blood drinking, you know, virgin the, slaughtering lifestyle. Tired of the drinking. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's trying to get he's, he's vampire twelve step. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it's been, you know, I've been I've been bite free for uh, 
for three years. <laughs> Hello, my name is Dr. Philip Thrust. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you, I know this is this is uh, Bloodaholics Anonymous, but like, don't pick, pick such a stupid alias when you come to our meeting. <laughs> I love uh, the name Philip. Philip Thrust. Yeah, Philip. It's, it's I, really I was good. cracking myself up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's we, we've got to get the paranormal elements in there. There needs to be. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. like. She uh, Kate is is animated by like the the spirit of a jaguar. That, oh yeah, yeah. Like, uh, and the reason the reason she's a virgin is that she knows that like uh, if uh, if she gets too excited, like the jaguar will come out and she'll start mauling people. Mm. Right? Yeah. Do so we she, wait? Did we have a paranormal romance? Um. Yeah, we've had a couple. We have had we? um dark sky where it was like one of them was like a winged oh, yeah, yeah. demon yeah, yeah. and. And then there was also uh, oh, the 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 one where she was on the run and working in the the cafe. That, that was, was paranormal. A, the also. Billionaire taken by a billionaire. Uh, that was the bookstore. Oh, sorry. The, there was a there was one where <laughs> oh, she, cat's there was lair. A, yeah, there was a bookstore one and a cafe one. Yeah, cat's yeah. lair. I think we never got to the paranormal the part. Oh, it's a, okay. Uh, in but it seemed like probably. There was some sort of leopard spirit involved. I was obviously dipping deep into Wrong, the book that is probably oh, my oh, for favorite sure. book we've ever done. That was really good. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, I have a question about uh, P.S. You're Mine. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, uh, Miss Lovely, uh, she's a high school teacher, and she and all of her students got letters from Marines. What's going on with the students and their Marines? Are they getting dick pics from their <laughs> Marines? Are they, like, you know... <laughs> I really sincerely hope not. I, I hope not too, but they didn't specify. Okay, usually I'm the one who makes inappropriate ch- children sex jokes, and you get really upset with me, so well, I don't even know what to say right if now. If it had said she was a, like a second grade teacher, I probably would have skipped okay, it. Okay, but perfect segue into one of my beefs about this book is that the first thing she talks about is that a, a boy named Timmy holds up a piece of paper saying, you know, we, we have we have no one for this letter. And I was like, oh, it must be that she's teaching kindergarten. Yep. Because, <laughs> so Matthew, a question for you. How yep. do you know which high school student is named Timmy? Like if you're looking at a row, oh, row of boys. He's the one who is um, three feet tall and <laughs> uh, has like... You know, tousled, sandy blonde hair and is holding a lunchbox. I, I was going to say, he's the one who's got bruises all over his face. Yeah. That's who. <laughs> because no one in high school is named no, Timmy. No, of course not. That was ridiculous. Like, that was the very first thing I just laughed out loud about. Like, Timmy is like a junior in high school? I don't think so. Uh-huh. Anyway. I, I did, that one flew right by me. I like how she said at one point, um, taking a name is the least I can do when she took a name to write the letter. I just wanted to finish that sentence. Uh-huh. Taking, okay. What's the most she could do? Taking a name is the least I could do. Well, I think she's planning to do the most she could do <laughs> over the course of the rest of the book in great detail. Sending them a virtual BJ is the most I could do. Uh-huh. Like There was definitely some other. Um, also, here's a line from the book, and I was curious if you've ever experienced this. Have you ever experienced a warm mm. feeling rushed through your system? <laughs> <laughs> like, like my laptop? Right. Like yeah. I, I either thought like, computers or bowels yeah no like i think when plumbing. you get when you get like the spinning beach ball thing on your mac i think that's when a warm <laughs> a warm feeling is running through your, your system. system uh yeah that's that's weird that definitely would fit our medical game oh there are so many just what's the uh stereotypical um cliche romance stuff that we we now know what those are virgin yeah 
uh, sex positive in quotes, slutty friend, best friend, tall, dark, and handsome. Yep. And of course, he's not just a private in the Marines. Oh, no. He's a, a corporate... He's not private about anything. No, he's a head honcho. I don't remember exactly what he is. Sergeant <laughs> the, major. No, head honcho is the term. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, yeah, thanks for writing. I'm a, I'm a head honcho with the Marines. I'm uh, I'm in charge of a bunch of, uh, you know, grunts. <laughs> or little guys, we call them. <laughs> grunts. Uh, here comes Timmy with your letter. My favorite thing in the entire book, though. Yeah. Do you want to go or do you want me to go? Um, no, no, go ahead. Okay. No, please, My favorite ahead. thing in the entire book was when um, uh, Sergeant Major uh, Gunner uh, says that the reason why they're getting these letters is because their unit was pen pal responsive. I noticed that too. <laughs> it sounds like some sort of, uh, you know, sexual subculture term, right? You think? Doesn't it? I just, I think I'm going to get like one of those emergency bracelets made oh, so that oh, in an emergency, the doctors know I'm pen pal responsive. Right. Like, let's. Like, let's, her heart stopped. Let's write her a letter. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's good. So I read some Amazon reviews and uh, there was just one that jumped out at me. It was, it was a negative review, um, which I'm going to offer without comment. Loved the cover, but otherwise just couldn't finish. Oh, poor thing. Uh-huh. I always hate a book where you can't finish. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a joke. It's got to be. It didn't, it probably read, it didn't read like a joke. Okay, it's probably just us. We're just demented. Um, but it was great. <laughs> uh, so I have a prediction of what's going to happen in the rest of the book. Okay. Uh, she's going to get fucked against a wall. That's a, that's it. Oh, for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's. I mean, they've already done foreplay. I mean, foreshadowing. 6-5. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they've already said, you know, the, the friend just said it's, you know, it's entirely possible he could be doing that. Oh, wait, wait. Here's a question. So 6'5", perfect height for wall fucking. What things... Unless she's 8'4". That's true. But but she, I think she said, well... I mean, or she, she could pick him up. She's curvy. Did She didn't speci- specify her height. She I don't did think. not. Um, she said she was shorter than her friend. Her friend was tall. So okay. it, made, it made it seem right. like she was probably a small... Are there are there other heights that are better that are perfectly suited for other things? What what is other things? Well, okay. So like, what if what if he'd said like, uh, you know, I'm... oh, uh, other sex acts? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I didn't want to I didn't want to get that explicit like, on our like show. Like lunking sex if you're like two four. <laughs> right, like Timmy. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so <laughs> like what, what, if, what if you said like yeah, you know I'm sex uh, in tight spaces. Uh, I'm a I'm a sergeant major, but I'm also five three, and and so uh, Sally, what's her name? Slammy, <laughs> Tammy. <laughs> Slammy is perfect for the slutty best friend. friend Slammy. <laughs> Say whoa, you know he sounds hot. Like five three, that'd be perfect for like you know you could like sit on his face without even having to sit down. Like oh. Gosh, I wish I would have had time, more time to think about this. I, I'm making this up as I, I go. Well, I think Mile High Club in general befits people who are smaller in size. For sure. You know yep. what I mean? It's a tight space. Um, yeah, that makes sense. You know, uh, like what about, um, I would say hang gliding. You should also be small. <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't want to bring that shit down too fast, especially no. if you're over ocean. Is there, can you do like two-person hang gliding? Is that a thing yeah. or is it always solo? Yeah, you know, funny story. I did this with my ex- you went two-person hang gliding? Uh, not hang gliding, para, para, parasailing. Okay. Is that, it's somewhat similar. I think, eh, ish. Yeah, all right. I mean, I am, we are connected by a rope to a boat. You and I are connected by a rope. <laughs> to a boat. We do that for every podcast. You still haven't explained why. There's soap. 
Uh, she had a panic attack, like, way, 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 way up in the air, and then threw up. I would have. Okay, so the people in the boat are looking up at us and seeing the puke coming down at them. Oh, wow. It was that's really, very, it was really horrible. Dramatic. It's really dramatic. Um, I don't know about hang gliding. Yeah, hang gliding you can go to people because um, a lot of times the, when you're training, you'll have the, the person right on your back. Yeah, I've and seen it's, this. And it's really romantic how you both die at the same instant. Yeah, so you just turn the person around, run off the cliff together. Wait, turn what person around? The Is person like... you're fucking. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, you don't have to. Um, I mean, there's lots of ways. Is this like a midair 69 type of thing? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, not upside down and okay. backwards. <laughs> I, 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 I Someone's really, got to steer. I realized I don't really know what a hang glider is either, so I'm not sure what <laughs> to visualize, but it's it's really messy, whatever it is. Oh, man. It's really, it's pretzel-rific. Oh, I think, I think uh, bouldering, do you know this new sport? Is, probably not. Is you that prob- just climbing boulders? Yeah, but you're not, you're not uh, belayed in. Like so, rock climbing, so, so we're so we're no longer con- connected by a rope, is what you're saying. No longer connected by a rope. There is no soap. You're just free climbing up boulders. So I would think you would need. Uh, uh, wow, you would need just two really like lithe, flexible, light people. Okay, I'm just trying to think of all these situations. Right, I mean, right. No, no. Um, what is the, so? Wait. So bouldering is is the name for having sex on top of a boulder. Totally. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Great. All right. I'm glad we got to got to that. Anything else you wanted to? Uh... Uh, no. I think that's I think that's gonna do it for uh, for PS. You're mine. I think I have one last oh, thing to say. I'm sorry. Please, please do. Uh, he says when he's reading the letter he got from Ms. Lovely, he says he was running his roughened fingers over her signature. Yikes! And it made the word signature seem so dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, ladies, do you like when men run their roughened? I was or, wondering. Or men, gay men, do you sure. like like when men run their roughened fingers over you? This is an interesting. Like, I wouldn't like. This that. is an interesting question because, like, I mean, having having like uh, you know working man's hands that seems like a romance novel type of descriptor, but right? Who really wants that? Do, I, do women do, want that? No, it seems like it would be sandpaper. I mean, I, I'm not saying no. Like, like I know the answer to this, but it seems like it would be sandpaper. Speaking as a person with whatever the opposite of working man's hands are. <laughs> Like tiny, tiny podcast soft. fingers. Yeah, I got I got podcasters fingers. <laughs> They're very satiny. They really are. Um, this is a true story. I'm not going to tell it. Never mind. Oh, you have to. <laughs> um, it's I okay. You uh, do the Tokyo two fingers thing that you sent me the headline for. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. The, the wet two finger thingy oh okay yeah anyway. i sent i sent becky this headline that said uh that they're developing a new uh touch technology for cell phones that would be wet finger responsive and i just thought this was the greatest um i was once uh i once went to the uh bakery at the mall and ordered something and the woman uh working there while giving me my change uh like put the change in my hand and said whoa your hands are so soft and to this day, I don't know if this was like a come on or an insult or what. It was very strange, and I've never forgotten it because it was a not normal thing to say. Meanwhile, I didn't hear anything after bakery at the mall. <laughs> well, I, I didn't go. You've come a long way, Matthew, from Cinnabon. Well, first of all, Cinnabon is great. Secondly, I didn't go to the okay. mall to to go to a bakery. I was at the mall for some reason, and I was hungry. This is where our podcasting writing relationship has just ended. Cinnabon is like like diabetes buns. I mean, they're so sickeningly sweet. How can you possibly eat it? 
it's a pile of sugar so, and butter and frosting. So and... too sweet. Too All right. Bleh. I get your Cinnabon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take your gift certificate back. <laughs> okay. Do we have a book for next week? Yes. Okay, can you announce our next book? Because I already forgot it. Uh, it is Steelheart by Brandon Sanderson. Oh, lovely. I know, I know. I put it on the list. I don't remember what genre it is. I don't remember anything about it. I'm, but it, I'm excited it, to read it. It seems science fiction. Yeah, probably. Me. Yeah. That the title would suggest probably a robot. Yeah. It, it was, yeah, science fiction for sure and, and some, some murder and dear, some death. Dear Miss Lovely, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a sergeant major and I'm also a robot. And, and Slammy would say, <laughs> Slammy. wow, he could literally go all night. You just have to like oil him occasionally. Slammy is the funniest <laughs> mistake you've ever made. <laughs> um, all right. Well, you, you can find us at facebook.com backslash forward slash. forward slash look inside TBC, which this week stands for oh, look, look inside so- Tammy's big cooter. All right. <laughs> Thank you. You can also find this at um, lookinsidethisbookclub.com. And uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Yes. And is there other stuff? I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I, I, know. I need a big, strong Marine to tell me what to do next. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you next time. No, we won't. I mean, we'll talk. You'll listen. <laughs> Bye-bye. I don't know why I'm speaking like Tarzan.